Chris Olcorn Show. We have a very interesting show for you tonight. We're going to talk about Trump lashing out at the only black driver in NASCAR, Bubba Wallace, uh, for a hate crime that was investigated at a recent race that turned out was not a hate crime. However, it was not Bubba Wallace who initiated the investigation, nor was he even there when it happened. It was when a noose was found inside of his garage at the racetrack. So the FBI and NASCAR investigated it and found that the noose had been there since last October. Therefore, there was no hate crime, but Trump thinks that Bubba Wallace should apologize for this. So we'll look at that and we'll look at the timeline and what actually happened. Also, we'll be looking at air conditioning and long-term care homes. The Ford government said they want to put it in. My question is, why are we only talking about this now? Did we need a global pandemic to make us talk about how we care for the most vulnerable seniors in our population? We'll be right back after the break. Hold tight. And welcome back. Okay, there uh, we dealt with this uh, story before on a special report. We covered this when it happened. And that was when Bubba Wallace, he's a NASCAR driver, uh, he arrived at a race, and at that race in his garage was what was look like a noose. Now, to give you some background, Bubba Wallace is the first black driver in NASCAR and the only one right now. And when it happened, uh, he actually uh, wasn't even there when it happened. It was seen by someone else. NASCAR took photos of it and then they brought in the FBI and it was investigated as a hate crime. And Donald Trump has now lashed out at Bubba Wallace and basically said that he deserve he should apologize to the public for this. Um, he wasn't the one that reported the news. He wasn't the one that considered it a hate crime. NASCAR did itself. Uh, so let's just kind of go through the timeline here and see what Donald Trump has said. Uh, and then also what has been the response from Bubba Wallace. And let's look at the actual timeline of how things happen. Okay, so Donald Trump over the weekend, it was Independence Day, July the 4th. He did a bunch of different speeches. Uh, but one of the things he spoke out against was the erasing of American history. So, for example, he's against NASCAR banning the Confederate flag. Uh, and at the same time as saying that he's against NASCAR banning the Confederate flag, he also lashed out at Bubba Wallace, uh, saying that the, that the driver, Bubba Wallace himself, perpetuated a hoax, even though it had already happened before Bubba was even at the racetrack. Okay? It was discovered when the racing company, which is... Uh, Richard Petty Motorsports uh, was assigned a bay and was putting the stuff in, such as the car and other equipment that they do at every single race, and putting it all in there, getting ready so that they could do the qualifying and the practice runs and all of that. Bubba Walsh wasn't even at the track yet. So, this is what he has said. Okay? Last month, the uh, federal authorities uh, found a picture that that noose had been there since the previous October. They have it in a photo. So it was not intentional for Bubba Wallace. However, uh, that doesn't actually stop Trump from lashing out. So this is what Trump tweeted. Has Bubba Wallace apologized to all those great NASCAR drivers and officials who came to his aid, stood by his side, and were willing to sacrifice everything for him only to find out that they whole thing was just another hoax question mark that and flag decision has caused lowest ratings ever well i'm pretty sure nascar uh having a noose in one of the garage and the confederate flag could have uh, could attribute to the lowest ratings ever first off that's just not true uh, trump lashes out at anyone he has a problem with 
However, uh, NASCAR ratings are just fine. They've been steady for a few years. They're not as popular as they used to be, um, but they're still one of the top sports in America, the most watched. People like to attend them. Now, also at this race, uh, this race was, by the way, at the Talladega Speedway in Alabama. Um, Wallace has responded. Uh, what he said was, uh, he sent a note on Twitter. Uh, he said, to the next generation, little ones following my footsteps. You know, he urged people to use their platform and not to be distracted by hate being thrown at you. Love should come naturally as people are taught to hate, Wallace tweeted. Even when it's hate from the POTUS, love still wins. So very classy on the part of Bubba Wallace in his response there to Donald Trump. Obviously, the White House has come back after this, the new White House press secretary, her name's uh, Kaylee McNanny. Uh, by the way, she is a very interesting individual. She wrote a book. I don't suggest reading it. Um, I did. It was not worth my time. Um, and she was in an interview with Fox News, said the president's merely pointing out that we've got to let the facts come out before we jump to judgment. Well, there was no jump to judgment. The FBI came in to do an investigation. That's what the FBI does. They do investigations, and at the end, they found that there was a picture from October of the previous year that the, was there, and that this was not a noose. It was used to actually pull down the garage door. Um, after they found that it was um, to pull down the garage door, NASCAR went and looked at every other stall at 29 other NASCAR racetracks and found no other ones that was actually with a handle that looked like a noose. They were all just a rope to pull down. Now, we'll be right back after the break, and i got more on this story. Okay, welcome back. Continuing with the Bubba Wall story and Donald Trump. Okay, so uh, before the break, I was talking about his new press secretary and her interview with Fox News. Uh, in that, she also said that this is the same as um, Jesse Smollett's claims that he was a victim of a hate crime. Okay. Let's just separate these two things. Let's talk about Smollett first. Smollett actually paid several people to beat him up to make it look like a hate crime, okay? So Smollett actually paid someone to make it look like a hate crime so that he could actually be in a better position and be more famous to renegotiate his contract in a television show he's now been kicked off of uh, because of this entire incident. Bubba Wallace never actually saw the noose in person. He also never put the noose there. The way the NASCAR uh, organization assigns the bays for the drivers, it's a random lottery. They, pull, they literally pull out a hat and say, you are in bay one, you are in bay four, you're in bay eight. The, the NASCAR does not actually have the ability to say, we're gonna put bubble walls in this one particular bay. They just don't do that. That's not how they operate. So completely different things. And by the way, Bubba Wallace was told about this. He didn't even know about it until NASCAR and the FBI were involved and treating it as a hate crime. So once again, misinformation from the White House. Um, she uh, also uh, continued to, to go after the press and said this is an indictment of the media's rush to judgment. Uh, no, I'm sorry, it was not an indictment of the media's rush to judgment. It was a news story that was covered. That's how these things work. It was being investigated. You can't keep something like this quiet. And when the FBI gets involved, it's even harder to keep quiet because guess what? There's a bunch of FBI agents walking around and everybody's like, why are they here? You can't hide these sorts of things. NASCAR was correct to release the information that it was being investigated as a hate crime, not that it actually was a hate crime. Okay, so moving along. Um, 
the co-owner of the Richard Petty Motorsports, his name's uh, Andrew Merstein, uh, he uh, lashed back out at Trump saying that Trump's tweet was late, misinformed, and a factually incorrect statement. He also said it was unwarranted and cited the NASCAR photo released of the news. The only photo of that news is an official photo from NASCAR who took the photos, plus the FBI showed up and took their photos and their photos are not public. A picture is worth a thousand words, he continued in a statement. Bubba has reacted in a truthful, professional, level-headed manner. The NASCAR community and those in the know all stand by him. And yes, they do. Um, there's no reason for Wallace to actually apologize for anything. He did nothing wrong. It was NASCAR that was the one that started the investigation with the FBI into it being a hate crime. Now, at this race, people were not allowed to attend in person. So there were some people who flew um, a plane with the Confederate flag and a sign that said, defund NASCAR. Uh, there was uh, people in pickup trucks circling the outside of the track where NASCAR does not have control because it's public roads uh, with Confederate flags on the back of their trucks and all protesting that the flag, uh, the Confederate flag can no longer be shown at NASCAR events. Um, and guess who was involved in getting that done? Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace asked for the Confederate flag to be banned. A bunch of other drivers backed him and NASCAR actually banned the Confederate flag. Uh, Seven-time NASCAR champion Jimmy Johnson came out and tweeted his support of Wallace. Um, and also LeBron James and Chelsea Clinton also came out on social media to support Bubba Wallace. Uh, once again, this is Donald Trump lashing out, trying to give some meat to his political base because he needs to find someone to vote for him in November because right now he doesn't have anywhere near the amount he needs, but he's going back to the same types of things he does over and over again. And this is just Donald Trump being Donald Trump. And hopefully we won't have that past November. We'll be right back after the break. And welcome back. Okay, time for my closing rant today. It's come to my attention and the rest of Ontario that air conditioning is not standard in long-term care homes, which I'm not sure why it's not. It seems very weird to me that we don't have air conditioning for long-term care homes. A lot of people in long-term care homes have multiple health issues, including breathing issues. And if you're out there, I know personally that, you know, my girlfriend and I, we just use fans in our apartment. Um, the way our apartment is on the building, we don't get sun into it. So our, we're able to keep our apartment cooler than people on the other side of the building. People on the other side of my building, almost all of them have air conditioning. On my side, almost no one does. We just use fans. But on the really hot nights, it is still hot in there. And um, I don't understand why air conditioning isn't already mandatory in long-term care homes. This is a failing of every previous government up until now. And Doug Ford has come out and he wants to put in the law saying that air conditioning is absolutely required in long-term care homes if you want to be get government funding towards your long-term care home. Here's the thing. Health Minister Christine Elliott also came out and said that she's very concerned not about the air conditioning part. She wants the air conditioning to go through, don't get me wrong on that part. But the way that we've been cooling people is cooling stations inside these long-term care homes, which include fans, which, by the way, like I've talked about this before, when you're breathing out of a mask, you know, within six feet, and you're putting a mass amount of people into a group with fans, and then you're blowing the air around. 
It's one thing if you put a fan on in your own room, the door is closed and you're blowing the air around. You're not blowing around germs from you know, the people in the room next to you and the people in the room next to you after that. But if you're in one big group in a room you're, and they're still social distancing you six feet apart, however, they have fans blowing all over the room to try and cool people down, that doesn't make much sense to me. So I think this is great that the Ford government is stepping up here in terms of making it mandatory for long-term care homes to have air conditioning. I think this is great. And kudos to the Ford government for doing this at this time. It's unfortunate that COVID-19 had to happen for us to actually look at what's happening to our most vulnerable senior citizens who are in these long-term care homes uh, for us to actually reevaluate how we do long-term care here in Ontario. Federal government's also talked about changes in long-term care they want to make across the entire country. And I think it's about time we have this conversation and figure out how to move forward and take care of people who actually built this country before us. They, that's what they deserve. Thank you very much for watching The Chris Oldcorn Show. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, at Chris Oldcorn. You can listen to the audio version of the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, and a bunch of other podcasting platforms. Basically, if you're on a podcasting platform, just search Chris Oldcorn. It will come up. And I will be back here tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. for Special Report. Have a fantastic evening.